This week, the nerds talk about Stranger Things 2, Sony Paris Game Week, BlizzCon 2017, and our thoughts on Thor Ragnarok. All this and much more, this is Nerds with Mikes. Hey everyone, I'm Travis. I'm Maxwell. And I'm Justin. This is episode 75 of Nerds with Mikes, a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and much more. Today's episode is recorded on Remember, Remember, the 5th of November of 2017. Everyone, make sure that you subscribe, leave us reviews, or else we'll end this podcast. And most importantly, share us with your friends. I don't have any friends, as you guys can tell. It's fine. <laughs> well, without wasting any time, Ja Maxwell, what have you been up to, I knew buddy? it. <laughs> ja Maxwell has been up to Thor, crushing out Stranger Things Season 2. Um, 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 um. Oh, and I won my first match in Battle Royale for uh, Fortnite. Congratulations. Winner, winner, yeah. Congratulations. That's a huge honor. I just uh, kind of I took it calm the entire match and just stood on the outer edges of the circle and hid in the bushes a lot <laughs> i want it with cowardice yeah no, i'm kidding <laughs> and then at the end uh just started mowing people down it worked okay. so would you say that you hung out on the the rim yeah the outer rim it was a real okay. job too i'd say it was a working that rim is like a it's a rim job really yeah never done never done yeah all right, Justin, what about you, buddy? Uh, like Maxwell, I've uh, I finished Stranger Things, and holy crap, we'll talk about it here in a minute. Um, God, I've been watching Freaks and Geeks lately. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so I'm going back and watching that. And then I didn't play many video games. I did play some Divinity by myself. Oh, man, that sucks. And I've been playing Call of Duty all weekend. So Better than Car Juarez? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, I myself have played a lot of Mario Odyssey. That's what I've been playing some of. And I like how I said I played a lot of Mario Odyssey, and then I said that's what I've been playing some of. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, played a little bit of Assassin's Creed, which everybody tells me is amazing. Do you, I mean, not, you don't think it's amazing? I haven't played that much of it, but what I will tell you is the fighting is completely different, yeah. and it's super strange to me. You'll get used to it. Is it like Breath of the Wild, basically? A lot of people compare the fighting to like Breath of the Wild. I mean, as far as challenge, more of a challenge than past games, yes. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not playing it until Tuesday. Oh, you haven't played it at all? I, oh. Well, I have, but I'm waiting for that X to come in. Are you going to get it on Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got it sorted out. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, other than that, uh, not watching Stranger Things. Not intentionally, but that's just how it's went. My, um, how the roles have reversed here. I know. Um, I'm he- heading out of town tomorrow for work, so I plan on downloading it and just watching it in my hotel room. So Sounds good. But other than that, that's pretty much all I've been up to, playing not a lot of Divinity this week. I'm sorry, Justin. Yeah. You move on to it, I move off of it. That's yep. how it works. All right. Um, all right, guys. Well, without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into some quick topics. Uh, this first one may not be so quick. Uh, you guys are trying to talk about Stranger Things, and... I feel like it would be a disjustice to our listeners. If a I disjustice. A disservice. <laughs> a disservice. How, about that? How about a disservice to our, our <laughs> listeners? If, because I'm sure all of our listeners have probably finished season two. Yeah. And I don't want them to obviously have to wait to hear this conversation. So I'm actually going to remove myself from this conversation by listening to some music on my phone and turning my microphone off. And then when Justin gives me the okay, I will rejoin the conversation. All right. Okay. All right. Listen to the uh, Stranger Things soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. All right, so let me... So I will say this. I'll start by saying this. Uh, The first episode of Stranger Things Season 2 had over 15 million viewers. The week that it came out, the highest rated thing on TV was the World Series with 13 million. Wow. So this beat everything on TV. Don't uh, give me spoilers yet. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'll I'm. Give you the nod when I'm dawdling here. Way into it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. I think they said that the final episode had just over a million, and that's just because people are watching it at their own pace. Some people over here haven't seen it at all. Uh, Travis gave us the okay. So, oh my God. <laughs> what do you? So tell me what. All right. So the mind flayer. Right. 
Um, I don't know much about the Mind Flayer, but I did... Uh, can you hear me, Travis? Okay, he's not responding. Um, I read a theory that said that the Mind Flayer in D&D will take over entire races. Not just individuals, but entire races. Oh, to f- yeah. Yeah, so the fact that he has already taken over somebody, what does that mean? Which, I guess that makes sense, yeah. I mean, he obviously could do that. Um, yeah. I just... I mean, obviously, he's still around because the last episode, that's what we see. Yeah. Which isn't oh. as direct, I think, with the the ending of season one. You're like, oh, yeah. you know, he's fine. And then he goes in the bathroom and vomits up a little Demogorgon slug Dog. that we didn't know about. <laughs> um, but this one is like, oh, okay. But that's the thing that we just fought this last time. And it, to me, it's like, it's less exciting because it's like, oh. Yeah, it's it's him again. It's like at the end of every episode of Thundercats that uh, the same enemy. I can't think of yeah. his name now. Um, they fight him every single episode. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I see. I didn't really pick up on this originally, but like part of that theory I had seen also said that um, like it took over Will, but Will lacked the physical ability to do like magic. Right, so like whenever Eleven is or Jane is closing that that gate, he's kind of like watching her do it. He's kind of also someone said like he's also kind of like auditioning her to be the next person that he's oh. going to target. Yeah, so that would be bad I, news bears. That would be terrible, especially with uh, the sister yeah. out there, and potentially uh, ten other people or nine other people. I kind of feel like if it well, I mean, if he's smart, obviously he would pick her because she's clearly strong but i feel like it would more likely for story be somebody else and then she has to help kind of fight him maybe i mean you just don't know that's the thing yeah they, uh, it could be the sister then that they would go after yeah but then if they go after a whole race of these people with abilities it's it's over right <laughs> for yeah. everybody in hawkins and the world how many seasons do we know for sure that they're doing at least the I'm, third one or do we know if there's more I think it was renewed for four total seasons, and that's it. Good Lord. Um, yeah, so I'm not entirely sure um, if we'll get more than that or if they'll close it off, but I don't know. I I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually skipped over the sister episode because I, uh, a lot of people were just like, what the really? what was the point? It was like a filler episode. It only made it one more episode longer than the first season. So I hated that episode. That's why I skipped it. Yeah, well, here's the thing. It's, I, it was like IGN's highest rated reviewed episode for the season, which I thought was dumb. And then I think it was Vulture said, don't worry with it. It's just filler. And that's how I felt. I played on my phone for the majority of it. And I don't know if it was because the story wasn't good or if the characters were just so terrible. But it wasn't a good episode. Yeah, from I, it was probably GQ or somebody, but they... Uh pretty much were the same thing that like if you skip this you're not going to miss out on anything and it all gets tied up with a cutscene anyway yeah and it did and yeah. no having read that article and then watching the last episode i'm just like oh yeah i mean i it was happier for it was better for me because skipping over that episode helped find out what the heck just happened to i think was it will that is that how that lined up where he's like I shaking so. in the field or whatever no, uh, that was the one. That one led to them being in the house, armed and ready. And then she comes in when they're being swarmed by the stuff. Hmm. And then she comes in. I think. It, I mean, it's yeah, been a I can't few remember. Days. But I, I just know that, like it. I did read an article that kind of had some spoiler of what that episode was, but they're like, it's just she's. Oh, she finds out that anger is what gives her power, but we've known that since the first season. Yeah. And that the only thing that really happens is she gets a different outfit. <laughs> yeah. So, most important question, are you team uh, Steve or team Jonathan? Uh, Steve. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. Maybe that was yeah, the point of them switching it because she's in the first season you're like, "Oh, she needs to get with Jonathan, obviously." Yeah. But then she doesn't. And now you're like, "Well, I, she needs to stay with Steve." I would be happy if just none of them ended up together. But um, <laughs> So what do you think of the new characters? We had Max, Billy, uh, Paul Reiser's character. I don't remember his name. And then Bob, of course, Bob. 
Well, you know, I think um, Sean Austin, is that his name? Yeah. I think he did an excellent job in that character. And it's funny because he was such a dork. You know, he's just one of the kids that got older, basically. You know, they play D&D and they're like total dorks. And he's just an older version of it. And you become so like connected to that character by the end of his uh, life, I guess, that you want him to survive, which is great. And um, I know that he was originally supposed to die early on. Do you know about that? Really? No. So in that scene, when they're in the car together, him and uh, Will, and he's telling that story of the supposed connection to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that Will's supposed to kind of like lose control, and they, they like do something where he, they kill him in that in, in that scene. I'm glad that didn't happen. I know. Um, but I think that would have been. Can you hear a- us? I think that oh. would have been a little too early on as far as that goes. Oh, God. We just ruined this whole show for you if you can. I can't hear you. All right. Jesus. I man. just mouth, seen your mouth. I'm afraid that he's heard too much now. We're going to have to kill him. Um, I'm afraid to say anything now. Um, but Billy, is this, is that a guy's name? I didn't hear you. I just seen I your thought mouth, it was Billy. Huh? It may not be. Yeah, I I'll think, do a quick I think it's IMDb. Billy. He's, got the, he's the new, he's Max's brother. Stepbrother yeah, or whatever. Real, real douche. Yeah, which just out goes so to show dad. he's done such a good job acting because now if he's ever in any other movie, I'm going to dislike him yeah, immediately, yeah. even if it's a good role. <laughs> I agree. But I think he did an awesome job, and that was so 80s, man. So yeah. 80s. That car and his hair. and The hair was awful. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah, Billy Hargrove. That's who he played. Yeah, that was great. Um and Paul Reiser, I think the whole time you kind of had him pegged as the villain, didn't you? Yeah, because he was so connected with the that side of like the scientists and stuff. Yeah, he ended up being a pretty good guy. Yeah, he did. And he's he's. But alive. come on, that that one episode <laughs> was so fucking just spot on oh, to yeah. aliens. Like you got Paul Reiser there, you got the beeping of the radars, you have all these dots coming in on the. Uh, the team that was down there with their guns and they all get just swarmed and killed. And it yeah. was just like right out of fucking aliens, which you haven't seen, but show. it was, no, I it was like spot on and it was just hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, I think this is such a, a stupid complaint. I had one, well, besides the episode with the sister, I have one more complaint and that is after our easy peasy hero, uh, passes away. Um, they're like upset and everything. And then Mike is like, did you know that, he was the founder of the AV club. And I felt like that would have been, I thought, I felt like that would have been more powerful had that been revealed like in the first episode or something. Mm. I don't know why it just bothered me. The timing of that little tidbit, that little nugget of information. I was like, right. Like well, how could that have not been discussed? How convenient. Point? Yeah. Like, come on now. Maybe and that would have been really cool. Like, like have him going to check out the room with the new equipment and stuff. But it just, I don't know. Maybe it was I, just I written that, late. Maybe. But no, That's I mean, all that possible. stuff's written before they were to record it. So I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, are we ready to wrap up the Stranger Things conversation? Um, what is what is the upside down? What is it? It's a. Uh, someone said, uh, well, I'm, I just go by what I've read. Um, so it's another dimension. Someone said it was another dimension where, like, the monster has already won okay. and taken over. Like yeah. an alternate timeline dimension kind of Which thing. Which kind of makes sense, though. Here's And uh, Tessa, who was a guest on the show, once said that she thinks it could be uh, like the the same dimension, but the future where it's it's taken over, I guess. Like it is, yeah. it's the same area, but the future. But the problem with, I think, both of these theories is that the environments change i mean the only one that would kind of work is the alternate dimension but that still doesn't make sense so like at the end of the season two it's the snowball and they have all the lights and decorations and when the camera flips it has the same setup it's the same lights and everything so how can it be an alternate dimension where it's already one and then the environment still changes to match that's a good point i don't know that could just be I think Travis is, yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. Um, I hadn't thought about that, but that does make sense. Or it doesn't make sense for that theory. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody, I think she may have mentioned something like it's an alternate dimension where 
light and energy doesn't exist. That's why there's always like that weird connection between the light surges and stuff. But I yeah. Also, again, I think this last episode is what's really kind of killed that is because it shows all those lights in the school. So it's like, well, the energy and lights do exist. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if they know. I hope that they do, because uh, that would be really sad if they didn't have this planned out. But right, <laughs> yeah. If you get time, uh, Nerdist did an uh, episode with the Duffer Brothers, and it was a great like it. It was such a good listen. I highly recommend it. Oh, on uh, Netflix, you can do uh, shit Beyond Stranger yes, Things. Beyond Stranger Things with uh, Jim Rash, the dean. Yeah, yep. yeah, it was great. Uh, we. At first, when it came on, I was like, oh, God, am I supposed to be watching these after each episode, like Talking Dead? But then he was like, don't watch this if you haven't finished. I was like, oh, okay, I feel good. But I need to go back and rewatch this. Yeah, I would just watch the first episode, but it's interesting. Good. All right. Well, you ready to bring Travis back into the mix? Yeah. Hey. Hey, you. You can join us again. What? We were just talking about how Eleven died, but we're done. Are you done? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was listening to Maxwell's favorite art, favorite artist Tay Tay. You may have heard of her. Oh my god! I did not like that new song. That new song? I don't oh, like he can't any hear of the songs. Yeah. I can't hear you. I don't like that new song. Oh, Either heard. of her new songs. All of have them you are heard terrible. The most recent one that came out like yesterday or day four? Yeah. Oh, well, call it what you one. want or whatever. Yeah, call you what you want. <laughs> be real disjustice if we uh, yeah, talked be. about that anymore. How'd the conversation go? Do you guys feel like you got everything out? Hopefully, I think so. I can't wait till you finish it, and then we can have another mini conversation. Well, I'll tell you what. When I finish it, we'll have Maxwell reach out to Tessa. We'll have her on so she can talk about it, because I know that she is probably uh, dying to give her input. I did buy Stranger Things. Yeah, I did buy Stranger Things Monopoly. We'll have to play that sometime. Yeah, yeah. Well, who's uh, who's is this? I thought that was yours. No. Oh, that's me. Oh, Oh, yeah. I didn't put that on there. Need for speed paybacks. Yeah, so I have this game pre-ordered. Yeah. However, I'm debating if I should cancel my pre-order. Well, let's so discuss Maxwell, it, and then you okay. give us a conclusion I've, at the end. And I've I've played it. I've I've played just just a touch. Just the tip. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, Maxwell. All right. So Need for Speed Payback. The game is available November 10th, and here's what you need to know. It has an improved action cam. Over the last uh, two, I guess since 2015, changed it. Uh, great controls. They're not realistic. So it's more arcadey, and I'd say it's kind of like a lot of the Need for Speeds in the past were, where you can go 130 miles an hour and make a turn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the graphics are incredible. Tons of customization, including the ability to take a junked-out car and make it into a, whoever edited this, bitchin' car. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I thought it was Travis's story. No. Uh, you'll control three different characters in an open world environment. Like GTA. Yeah. If you, I, want, I dibs on Trevor. Yeah, that'd be awesome if he's in it. If you <laughs> love being to. chased by cops, then this is definitely your game. Uh, so, like Grand Theft Auto. That's a big part of that, obviously. If you have EA Access, or whatever it's called on a PC, then you can play <laughs> since November 2nd. Did you throw some shade at Xbox One? <laughs> no, EA Access is on Xbox, and then whatever it is. Oh, on PC, I, bet, I thought you were saying it was only available on PC. No. I, it's called like Origin Access or something. Yeah, it's something weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but since November second, people have been able to play that. Uh, it's heavily inspired by the Fast and Furious, which I think we knew f- since the trailer. Um, I don't know if this is a bi- biggest deal breaker for you, Travis. This would be for me. Even though I haven't owned any Need for Speed since like that T-Pain song was on there. Um, there is no cops versus racer mode in multiplayer. That's kind of a deal breaker. You think they'll add it as DLC? I, mean, possibly, I think so. I remember uh, Most Wanted on 360 had cops versus racers and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah I think there's a game out called The Crew, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think Crew they did about- DLC... That's essentially that. Okay. So it didn't come with the game, but it was added later. And I could s- certainly see EA doing this because they love those microtransactions. Oh, they that do. Money, money. So, Justin, what's your impression since you've played it? I haven't played very much. It's just like you, just the tip of it. And um, I went into it thinking, because I don't like Need for Speed. 
So I went into it thinking I was going to like it, and I I enjoyed it. Um, it's a lot like Horizon, right? They're definitely trying to be Forza Horizon. Um, it's not as good as Forza Horizon. I mean, it's not going to be. No one expects it to be. Right. But it's for what it is, it's good. Yeah, this is certainly more arcade, I think, than yeah. simulator. And they are not trying to be a simulator. No, 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 no. No, they haven't. Well, they had one game. It was like a closed circuit track where you drifted that was more of a simulator, but... Now, yeah. I think that um, as far as the customization goes for people that like that in car games, it's there's a lot, a lot more than the last one. Um, you can even adjust like the even though it doesn't affect the way the car drives again because it's an arcade type, uh, but like the camber on the the way the wheels sit on the car. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do that hashtag Stance Nation bullshit, uh, feel free to do so. All right. Well, I. I've just been on the fence because I was thinking this game or do I return it and purchase Wolfenstein? Because I've already pre-ordered, I pre-ordered this and I pre-ordered Battlefront. Um, I don't know. I'll be honest. If they could just do Cops versus Racer and Grand Theft Auto, that's all the game I really want. Yeah, and I was kind of—I'll be honest. Like after playing Horizon, like I was very underwhelmed by the graphics, honestly. Like personally, Forza Horizon? No, no, no. Uh, for Need for Speed. Oh, uh, yeah. But the uh, this game is supposed to be one of the ones that's Xbox One enhanced, Ooh. which will give it 4K that's right. and HDR and so, PS4 okay. Pro. They're gonna totally yeah. take advantage of both systems. They said. Is yeah. that one still out? The PS4 Pro? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure if they took it off it's the shelf or not. Speaking, of the customers did. Yeah, uh, I get to keep my Xbox. Yeah, so speaking of PlayStation, so Sony actually had their Paris Gaming Week last week. I think when we recorded last week, it was the day before it actually took place. And boy, there was a lot of stuff they talked about. Um, so Sucker Punch, which, uh, Justin, I know you played and loved the infamous games, right? I mean, I enjoyed them. I wouldn't say I loved oh, them. Well, I know several people that love them. That's fine. You're the outcast. That was okay. a really bad movie. What? Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah, it was pretty terrible. Uh, well, they actually knew, have a new game coming out. Uh, it's called Ghost of... I don't know how to say that word. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I wanted back to Just like it looks. Yeah, Tushima. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever play, back in the day, did you guys ever play PS2 uh, Onimushu? Onimusha? No. Yeah, it was like the Capcom... <laughs> God, I'm the worst at Japanese stuff. Anyways. Um, anyways, it was made by Capcom, and it was basically kind of like the hack and slash... Japanese version of Resident Evil slash Devil May Cry type game. Yeah. But anyways, um, this the trailer very closely resembles this type of game. Um, there's not very been very many details other than the fact that it's awfully, obviously a game that takes place in Japan, um, and it's obviously a way different setting than the modern superhero Stirring setting. Stirring feudal of Japan. Yeah, yeah. So, which is super cool. I think uh, I did I see really the trailer think... to this, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah. Good. Is this uh, the open world game? I I don't really get. Uh, they don't. Pretty sure. I, so open world. I saw something that there's an open world game set in Japan that was announced yeah. this week. That's this one. It may be that one. I didn't realize it was open world, but that's super cool. Yeah. I I watched the trailer. That was it. I didn't. It's been it was, a super segment. <laughs> it was very very little details. However, what I'm excited about, I'm excited about that game, but I've never played any of the Monster Hunter games. Me either. But this one, there's a lot of hype around this one. Yeah. So Monster Hunter World Beta is actually coming to PlayStation Plus members. Wow. Eat it, Justin. On December fifth. Nice. Uh, probably because it's a huge Japanese game. Yeah. Obviously, so that's one of the biggest reasons that it's coming to PlayStation Plus members. Now, I don't know. I don't think Worlds is exclusive to PlayStation. I think it will be on Xbox it's, as well. I think yeah. Um, it may come out sooner on PlayStation, but. Uh, from what I've seen, so this is an open world game where you essentially hunt huge monsters. Um, they've been really. I never would have got that from the title. Yeah. I know. Do I do it in the world? <laughs> yeah, you do it in the world. Okay. You do it in the world. Um, and how, the game's not complete. That's why it's a beta. Yeah. It's exactly okay. Right. Uh, these games have been really super popular on DS, uh, the mm-hmm. DS platform, uh, but it's finally making its way to console. Um, it's co-op, which is super cool. Uh, so you'll be able to hunt monsters with friends. Way more interesting that, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's two or four player co-op. I know it's at least two, but I'll have to. I don't know if they've released. It should it. be MMO. Huh? Something like that would be great, like as an MMO. Yeah. Um. So, like, kind of like Justin said, I've not really been interested in these games. Although I've had friends that played them that say they're fun. Uh. But I also read an article today that if you've not played any of the Monster Hunters, this is the game that you really want to jump into, uh, because it really caters to a new audience. Good. So. 
Um, Destiny 2 uh, DLC, which I know a lot of us probably have not really played a whole lot of Destiny 2. Uh, I got to level 302, light level 302, and never finished the raid. Never did the raid, so I'm just kind of waiting on more stuff to come out. Uh, however, uh, DLC is coming out on December... It's actually a typo. December 5th. Um, it's called The Curse of Osiris. Um, DLC will take you to a previously uncharted planet, Mercury. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, the Guardians are tasked by Ikora to track down her old mentor, Osiris, which Osiris, for those of you that don't know, is the most powerful warlock in all the land. I did not know. Yeah. Uh, also, it appears that the new raid is going to be a Vex raid, which is kind of cool. Uh, but also, we've already seen that before. Um, Maxwell, I know that I you know. watched Don't Think You Played, but did you watch the trailer, the new trailer for Shadow of the Colossus? Uh, nope. I saw just like a second of some yeah. movement. <laughs> yeah, so um, they had a new breathtaking trailer that completely blew the lid off what we should expect from the re-release. When it first came out that they were doing an HD re-release, we all just kind of assumed it's just going to be the same game with up frame rates and high-res textures. However, um, while the details are still mercury, murky, it shows that the Shadow of the Colossus game looks to be more than just an HD remaster. It looks like it's literally redone from the ground up now here's what uh, i'd like for them to do i'd like them fix to fix the controls yeah fix the controls <laughs> take the effort they're putting into the shadow of the colossus that was already a game and then do that with the last guardian that's already a game yeah just revamp that one yeah did you you didn't finish that game did no. you you probably got tired of the controls well and whatnot, that and uh breath of the wild came out oh that's right yeah all right. God, uh, has it been that long since Last Guardian came out? Yeah. That came out in February, didn't it? February, and then in March, I Good think it was God, Breath of the Wild. God, I feel like it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Um, Where does the time go? Yeah, I know. Although the new Call of Duty just came out. They just released information uh, last week. No, this this week. Yeah. Gosh. What day is it? <laughs> the Paris Game Week. Yeah, Paris Game Week. We're just talking about that. <laughs> uh, January 30th, called The Resistance... And it's not the Resistance Fall of Man, because that was a different game. Uh, it will actually um, reinterpret key battles in the Invasion of Normandy, while also presumably venturing into new territories like France, Poland, and Czechoslovakia. So that'll be interesting. That, so oh, they're making up his... battles that didn't All... exist? Yeah, they're basically like if things were, if tides would have turned differently throughout World War II, essentially. Mm. Like how hmm. things could have been different. Interesting. Um which is also kind of strange because the resistance fall of men did the same thing instead of Nazis, it was aliens. Yeah. So it's really strange. Uh, and then just to kind of sum up, also there was new trailers for there's a story uh, trailer for Spider-Man. Um, there was an actual gameplay trailer for God of War. There was a new trailer for Detroit Become Human, and an amazing The Last of Us Two trailer. Which it was, was like a little teaser one, right? For People Last of Us, no. Huh? It was like was it not the clip? Where the girl is yeah, like was, hanging from the rope and stuff? It was like four and a half minutes if you consider that a tease. Well, because it didn't show gameplay. It was oh, just no, like a, some uh Did you watch story. it? Yeah. It was pretty brutal, was it, it not? It was indeed. So one of the big rumors is you didn't play Last of Us, right, Max? Correct Amundo. Uh so one of the rumors is is that that girl that you see in the trailer hanging is actually Ellie's mom, which is the girl that looks like Ellen Page from the first game. I don't know if that's true. You also don't see joel in this trailer which was the male lead in the last game so some people presume he might be dead i assume that it could be maybe a flashback or even if she's still alive maybe she's just somewhere else hmm. i'm hoping joel's not dead because i'll be really sad i don't think he's dead because joel's awesome yeah um but other than that uh that was pretty much it was a pretty packed week i was really hoping for more information on completely new stuff but mostly what came out of last week was just more information about stuff that we had already seen uh, there was a lot of new announcements around VR titles, um, but I don't really care. There was only one that I even seen that I cared about. Was that the London one? Yes. Yeah. I, it was yeah. the one based off the London Heist uh, demo. God, that demo was so good. Yeah, which looked awesome. All right, so moving on, more of me talking, and I'm going to kind of speed through this. Uh, so BlizzCon 2017 recap. Uh, so there's a new character uh, in Overwatch, which Maxwell will probably be excited about. Yep. Uh, Mo uh, how, how Moira? Her name? Moira. 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 
Uh, she'll actually be... I cannot believe how many characters this game has. She'll be the 26th player in the, the character in the game, which is... Huh. The roster is huge. I thought it had, like, 20-something that came out, did it not? It had 20, I think, but they've added, like, six since release, right, Maxwell? Something like that? Um, gotcha. She's described herself as a genetist. Uh, she works for Talon, which I don't know who Talon is because I don't play the game. What? <laughs> We just like it when you can't say things. It's always yeah. just, just looking at each other. Every time you said we look at each other, then we laugh. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> laugh at my expense. Uh, she also has a hi- uh, history with uh, Reaper's Black Watch organization, which I don't know anything about. Maxwell, so you play a lot of Overwatch. How do you know about the character's backstory unless you go online and read about them? Because there's not really story trailers or anything in the game, right? Uh, they do have some story trailers, so good job. I was told that they don't have very much character stuff in. The Not game all of them, though. No, but I know that uh, they'll make these like uh, five to ten minute origin videos on the characters, you... and they do a really good job. And do you watch those online, or are those in the game? I don't know if they're in the game, honestly. I'll just like ran- randomly see something, or be on YouTube, and it'll pop up as recommended, and I'll watch it. That word, the first word that's underlined red, I want you to spell or say it exactly how it's spelled. No, I'm just going to say what I meant to write. All right. Uh, she possesses the ability to inflict enormous. Amount, Not in Ramus? No. <laughs> amount of damage on her enemies, but can also heal uh, her teammates. So evidently she has a, a big wave attack that is like two different colors. And if there's enemies standing in it and a uh, teammate standing in it, it heals the teammates while also damaging the enemies all at the same time. Two key things I noticed. She does the Naruto okay. run. Okay. Where her arms are behind her when she runs. They're like stiff straight out or out behind her. Um, and then she does a Dragon Ball Z blast as her alt. And that's the ability you were talking about. Oh, okay. Hmm. And she also uh, appears to have a spell casting ability, which I would assume is her special and just um, like how we have a spell checking ability that seems to go unused. <laughs> I, I, I hate everything. Good lord, look at that one. Yeah. <laughs> look at me, spell original. Look at me and spell original. <laughs> she spelled it wrong three times. God, I was in a hurry, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> when you spell it doesn't it's help that cause... Google Docs doesn't fix anything. Yeah. Shit. Anyway, I'm just playing. There's also a new Overwatch map, which I know fans will like, called Blizzard World. It's essentially like Disney World, but it's a Blizzard World theme park. <laughs> it's just like, so disappointing. I, I just it's just like a map like Disney, yeah. but who cares? Yeah, it basically incorporates it all, Dis- uh, all Blizzard's properties, like Heroes of Storm, StarCraft, World of Warcraft, Diablo. Who knows? Who cares at this point? Uh, the map will go live in 2018, so players <laughs> have a good time. Uh, World of Warcraft gets major update and vanilla server. I'm excited I, about this. Yes, yeah, so Blizzard announced the seventh expansion. Seventh expansion. That's crazy. They'll never make a sequel. They can't now. Yeah. When did the game come out, Justin? Uh, 2008. Seven. I was going to say 2007, yeah, and I failed. switched it up. Anyways, uh, the name of the expansion is called Battle of Azeroth. Imagine that. It says Battle for Azeroth on there. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> uh, the expansion will focus on the conflict between the Alliance and, you guessed it, the Horde. Wow, they've only been doing that for 10 years. Who would have thought? Each each Horde and Alliance characters will now start in three different areas you're choosing. Uh, Yeah, who cares? The original vanilla (laughs) servers uh, will basically be reproduced um, to give the game experience like it was originally originally enjoyed back in the day. Did you play Classic WoW? I I did not. I played Classic WoW, and then after the second expansion, that's when I stopped caring. (laughs) We're in, we're in your head now. Fucked you up. In my head. Yeah, I don't even care. I'm, I'm glad it's the only thing that I wrote. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I did enjoy the trailer for the classic mode. That was sweet. Did you see it? Nah, I don't give a shit. Are <laughs> oh, you talking about where it goes back in time? Yeah, like yeah. erases everything and it goes back to yeah the very first. It would be sweet if uh, during that if they would have just put over shares if I could turn back time. Oh, they should have, yeah. That's Especially because it was a daylight savings tattoo. Yeah, it would have been. It'd have been, it'd it, been you know what I can see them doing since it's Activision? Uh, what? They'll go back to vanilla, and then they'll make us pay for the expansions. Yeah. Oh, the- you want to play the classic version <laughs> Oh, wait, you game? want the Burning Crusades? Yeah, it's going to be 20 bucks, man. What they'll probably do is honestly release a new expansion every year, and with that new expansion will come a classic version of the of like the second, third. Floor. I don't know if people want that. I think they just want the OG. Wow. I just don't understand how is it any... It, does it basically... You play on a classic server before they added any extra features. Yeah, it's just wow. One to sixty, that's it, or zero to six. Well, one to sixty. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, because people were making private WoW servers, and it was free to play on That's those. what I enjoyed it, so I'm fine with it. My question is, though, I feel like if they're going to do classic ones, and that's like literally say all you want to do is play classic WoW without all the DLC, can they come out with that at like 5 bucks a month instead of $15? I'd say it's just going to be tied in with the, the thing. Whatever. I, don't I mean, that's just my guess. Who knows? Yeah. All right, so StarCraft Two is going free to play for those of you that like real-time strategies. I don't care because I don't play real-time strategies. Okay. Uh, Hanzo, which probably Maxwell's familiar with from Overwatch, he shoots his bow and arrow and whatnot. Is that the right character? Yeah. Has he got swords or ninja stars? I don't know. Uh, he's heading to Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm is like League of Legends. Maxwell likes League of Legends, so but he's probably never played Hero of the Storm. Um, I think that pretty much covers it. Anybody have anything they want to add? I thought you did great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You ready to carry the next one too? Uh, no, I, I no. Go ahead. You, I'll I'll chime in when I feel like I can speak. I'm gonna need your help on the next two because Maxwell doesn't, probably doesn't care about either one of them. That's fine, but you got to do all the reading because clearly I have uh, the spell check of a kindergartner. I get a little wordy whenever <laughs> I write mine out. Uh, so Call of Duty World War II came out on Friday, and Activision, I'm talking to you directly now. Please don't ever release a game on Friday ever again. Tuesdays only from here on out. The servers were jacked up Friday night. And Everybody was off. Huh? Everybody was off and home for the weekend. Yeah, I know. They need to do it on Tuesday so I can fix that crap throughout the week when it's not as crazy. But, um, yeah, but uh, I did why start... the fuck would they do a Friday? I don't know. It's kind of like the new it's... thing now. And Thor really was out, strange. so, you know. And the 27th was a Friday with all the crazy stuff. You know the nice thing about it, though? I mean, I get it from a server standpoint, but with things going a lot like more so digital, like... They can realistically have a release at any point in time, and it doesn't really matter. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I understand from a standpoint of having stable servers, it makes sense that there's people there to man the servers, which I'm sure they probably did. But Oh, yeah. For the launch weekend, they definitely did. But when you think about people being off work for the weekends, I'm unfortunately not one of those people. I tried to play all night Friday, and I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, I have some experience with server issues, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, here in a minute. Uh, so I started the campaign. Did you? You said you played the campaign summer now. I played. Um, it was a really long first chapter, but yeah, I yeah. played the first chapter. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it literally, if I closed my eyes and I went back and I was sitting uh, in high school, high school was PS2, yeah, sitting in high school, and I remember putting it, opening up my freshly sealed Medal of Honor Frontline, putting it in the tray and just sliding it in. And playing that first mission, I literally thought I was playing Medal of Honor Frontlines. It's literally exactly how it is. That's because that's what happened I on T-Day. <laughs> no, I understand. Yeah. But what I'm saying, like every single detail, like getting yeah. blown out of the boat, slow that's motion. That's how Saving Private Ryan is, too. Ears, the bullets whizzing in the water, yeah. and they sound like they're in slow-mo. Like it literally, like if you yeah. took Saving Private Ryan, Medal of Honor Frontline, Call, Call of Duty, Duty World War II... And Call of Duty 2. Call of Duty 2, that's what I thought. I was like, this is exactly like Call All of Duty All of those 2. would have been like, you wouldn't have been able to know which one was which. But, yeah. with that being said, uh, it was incredibly hard to get up the beach. Oh, which, yeah. Not as hard as it probably was in real life. Oh, definitely. For sure. Yeah. But, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on. The one thing I will say about the first part of when you get, where you have to cut the wires and actually go up over the hill on the beach... I won't say way too many explosions, but way too bassy. Like I was playing with headphones on, and it just it just sounded off. I'll ask them to scale back their artillery next time. Yeah, when, uh, they're yeah. trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have that. I don't have that issue. I just meant the sound quality because I'm, I'm just playing. Yeah, it's whatever. But uh, but no, I thought the game, uh, the first stage, anyways, uh, it it felt really gritty. It, yeah, I kind of felt like when I was playing Battlefield One, okay. uh, but. Uh, I don't know, man. I got that flamethrower, and it was game over. Yeah. Um, I started the campaign. It's pretty good. Um, I heard it's short. But I don't of course, know. most of these games that are multiplayer-based typically don't... I heard like the campaign can beat in about five hours. Okay. I mean, that's... I expect five to eight hours. People aren't really buying it for that. They're buying it for zombies and yeah. multiplayer. But um, I started the campaign. It was pretty good. Josh Dumel is the star of this I season. I know. I've seen him. No I was idea. Like, why does every Call of Duty game have to have... One famous person in it. That's just. I heard there's two in this one, but I can't remember. I wonder who the other one is. I can't remember. Um, Play a little bit of the campaign. I will look it up. Thanks. I thought it was pretty good, uh, but then multiplayer started working again, so I played that. I've been hooked on multiplayer. Um, Just hit 500 kills right before I came over here. Pretty sweet. Uh, Josh, Jonathan Tucker, whoever that is. I don't know who that is. Uh, We'll figure it out. 
together. Oh, it's Zisman. He's been in some things I haven't seen. Yeah, Chainsaw Mask. Oh, Westworld for one episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch that actually soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. But um, so multiplayer is really good. Um, having a good time with it. Although I feel like either there's not enough maps or the map rotations are terrible. Map because rotation I feel like I'm, from what I've experienced is it seems like you're... I'm playing the same two or three maps. One every other map, you're playing the same map. It's really frustrating. I feel like there's some maps I haven't played yet, and I'm level 30. Wow. So that's not okay. As far as zombies go, I haven't touched zombies. What about you? I've played a little bit of both, and by a little bit of both, I mean I played the first campaign mission like I talked about, which felt like it was about a 45-minute mission. Um, I did play two matches of online uh, last night, and I got frustrated because I got in with a group of six people. Um, We had a match. We played hardcore. And then it went to load to the next match, and I sat on the loading screen while everybody else loaded into campaign, and I was just stuck there. So I left the game, went back in, messed around at like the little. Oh, we didn't even talk about. I messed around at the little social space. Oh yeah, the HQ. It's got a it's got a social space like Destiny where you can run around and pick up daily missions. Did you see people in yours? Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, I see the people I was with. That's it. Yeah, but not other people. No, yeah, not it's yet. it's broken right now. It's big. It is. Um. But so I went. What's cool about it is it got a little shooting range there. So while you're waiting to load into games, you could just go to the shooting range and shoot stuff, which is kind. There's of cool. also a place where you can practice with the score streaks. Yeah, I didn't you know, see like that. the best score streaks you'll never get in game. You can play with them there. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they got done with their match. I loaded in with them again. We play another match. Went to automatically go to the next match. Everybody loaded in. I set on loading screen. Happened to me again. And at that point, I was like, I'm just gonna go play campaign. And they went and they played, and I played that first mission of campaign. After that, they got off. Well, most of them did. And then me and me and two other people played a couple rounds of zombies. Okay. So zombies is essentially pretty much the same thing, except you know how you unlock different rooms, all that type of stuff. It's that. However, you don't board up anything anymore. It's more about just surviving the waves. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think we got up to maybe wave 14. You get uh, a sweet helmet if you beat it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, what's the how how's it go? Do you know? I don't know. I had a. Oh, uh, it's probably not necessarily the ways, is because there's actual objectives in there. Uh, yeah. In the new one, there's actual objectives that you have to do during zombies. So okay. not only do you have to survive the waves, but you also have to execute certain things as cool. well. Uh, I got a. They have a mystery box, which I think they've had in previous zombie modes. Uh, you spend money, and then a weapon comes up, and it just starts cycling yeah. through random weapons, and you get one. Uh, I got some sort of like, it looked like a Gatling gun, but it shot rockets. And that was my primary weapon. It was Holy like, crap. It was awesome. However, I found out, like, at first I was like, man, this is amazing. And then I realized the the flip side of it. Zombies run close to you. You shoot a zombie up close, you blow yourself up. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, but overall, I like it. Um, I definitely like it better than the previous. <laughs> I've had more fun playing this Call of Duty than I have the past several Call of Duties. Yeah, I will say that. Agreed. Um, Does this still? My own... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, the only, my only, other than obviously the server issues, things like that, one of my biggest complaints, that, though, is I feel like if they were was going back to World War II, I feel like some people say they've slowed the gameplay down a little bit, but I do not think it feels like it's slowed down at all. Like, reloading your weapons is like, and you're reloaded. Like, it doesn't have, like, I don't How know. How was that again? But yeah. I know that Battlefield obviously goes more for the realism. Yeah. Like, obviously, in Call of Duty, there's no bullet drop. There's none of that stuff. Um, well, Battlefield has the one reload animation where, like, a third hand comes up and hands you the magazine. Oh, really? I don't know. They have goofy reload animations oh, in Battlefield. Okay. For multiplayer, anyway. But it just feels like, for a World War II game, that I, like, I'm trying to, to take all this in, like, it just doesn't... It just feels too fast-paced for me. Yeah. Still. Um, and I'm still waiting on the DLC where they add... Uh, they're coming out with a new DLC called the Rocketeer DLC, where you actually have a jetpack. Um, and then they're also going to add wall running. Are you joking? So once those... Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Okay, I was like, good <laughs> lord. Because you said Rocketeer, but... and I was like, well, that wouldn't... That's believable. Yeah. <laughs> well, what were you going to say, Max? Uh, two questions. Does it still have the weird, like... There's something about playing any other first-person game and then coming to Call of Duty, the animations when moving are just really fucking weird. Like the yeah. running animations, the camera and stuff, and the movement. That's just the engine that they're on, I yeah. think. Yeah, and then, I don't think we'll so that's still better. weird. And then, yeah. do they still have the 
stupid sound effect when you hit other people with a bullet. Like, why can you hear it for so far away? It's like, yeah, that little. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that at all. Oh, you're talking when you actually hit a person way in the distance and you can hear it hit. It sounds like an airsoft gun shooting or something. Yeah. Is it just to let you know that you're making contact? Yeah, it's just a hit marker to let you know. But yeah, but I mean, most games I know Battlefield does, and I think they even do it in Call of Duty. Like your reticule will light up. It changes when you hit them. Yeah. So, oh, let me tell you. Okay. My struggle in multiplayer, especially hardcore, and I was talking to you about that. Oh yeah, this is this needs to be fixed. So <laughs> Maxwell knows, known for a long time, and Justin's known for a long time. I am colorblind. One of the bad things about Call of Duty Hardcore is that you have friendly fire. So if you round a corner and you just light someone up, like the thing is though, is like your teammates will have brackets above their names, so you can clearly visibly see, like, okay, this is my teammate. However, once your teammate is so far away, that bracket completely disappears. Like, I get it. It's hardcore. I understand you should be able to tell the uniforms apart. However, the uniforms are so similar that it is nearly impossible to tell your teammates from enemies when you're playing hardcore. And hardcore, it's like one or two shots, you're dead. Yeah. So for me, two things. One, being terrified of jump scares. I round the corner, I automatically assume it's an enemy and I just light somebody up. That's on, that's on me. That's on me. Because I see their name tag. At I'm that afraid point. to ever However, be in apocalypse with you. Yeah. However, at a distance without a nameplate, it's very hard to distinguish if it's So you're just teammate. like kicking back with a sniper rifle, hitting your friends. Yeah, here's, Maybe. The, here's the thing. In real life, we're not, we don't have name brackets over our heads. I know, I get it. <laughs> so I'm just gonna have to like, if if there is an apocalypse and we have guns Stay me. and we're together, yeah, and I need to be color coded in something that has my name on it or a hat with my name like that floats across my head. Yes, I need you to do that. Please. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk so about shit nobody one. cares about. All right. Are we talking about Thor then? Everybody cares about that, obviously. Uh, So the Xbox One X comes out tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday. And the reviews have been positive so far. But this thing is wreaking havoc on smaller hard drives and data caps. Uh, We talked talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago. But a lot of these games have patches. that The patches alone are 50 gigabytes for the 4K assets. Yeah, Some games are over 150 gigabytes total after everything's been downloaded. Oh God! I gotta upgrade my internet to. You do, unlimited. you do, and this will only get worse as games get bigger and better. So externals, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run out of four terabytes pretty soon. Is that what you're saying? Maybe, <laughs> I might get an eight terabyte. Um, <laughs> however, I am excited for Tuesday, and given that the PS4 Pro just came out earlier this year, and we're finally getting the Xbox One X, how long do you think these consoles will last? Do you think that this will serve as like a new console generation or do you think in two years at E3 they're going to be unveiling the PS5 and the Xbox 2? Um, I think that... <coughs> honestly, I think the Xbox One X is here to stay for a while. I, I hope think, so. Huh? I hope so. Yeah, I think... I think the jump that you're going from the S to the X is substantial. Uh, even more so... Even more so than going from... Uh, the PS4 to PS4 Pro, because we know that obviously the Xbox One X is more powerful than the Pro. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about games. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if all the developers take advantage of the hardware, um, then the Xbox One X, I don't think, will have a problem selling or, or being relevant. However, if they have this powerful console and either A, third-party developers aren't taking advantage of it and we start to see less and less Xbox One enhanced games um, or uh, they don't step up their first-party game, it's going to be an issue. You know what I could see happening? (laughs) What? Maybe like two or three years down the road, uh, they stop making, they make games that only work on the Xbox One X. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you can have Call of Duty... Uh, world North Korea, but uh, it's not going to play on your Xbox One S. It's only going to play on your Xbox One X. I could see that console exclusive starting starting within yeah. their own ecosystem. That would be a very interesting way to do console generations. It would. Um, It'd be like with the I 3DS would. or that whole issue analog stick. of DS games, like the oh, different yeah. versions of the DS. It started uh, yeah. to become yeah. like, nope, it only works on this one and this one, and yeah. you need this now because of the stick and. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I could see um, if if people if you start to see the tide shift because, and it isn't about being a, a PlayStation fanboy. I mean, I'll be honest. I've played a lot more games on Xbox just because that's where majority of my friends play. However, at the end of the day, like if the tide starts to shift and PlayStation starts losing customers because Microsoft has the more powerful console, I could see them doing something in two years, maybe like yeah. coming out with a more powerful console. Um, I, I think honestly, instead, like I'm fine with the PS4 pro. I would like to see them make something, a portable solution. Yeah. I would love to see Sony do something like a switch. I know that sounds crazy. But, awesome. But if, uh, even if they could get something with, close to ps4 graphics in a handheld console that i could play exclusives on like i'm totally down with that yeah. um but i don't know we'll have to wait and see I, I think in three years no more than three years we'll see information on a new console whether it takes another two to make i think in three years we'll hear something you're safe from both parties yeah because one won't do it without the other yeah i uh you know one thing that i am anxious to see though like I think you're right in the sense that every few years, I think we're getting to the point where it's going to be every few years a new console's coming out. I mean, because that's what they do with the DS nowadays, kind of like yeah. Maxwell. I mean, they're releasing a new DS every week. Right. It seems like. Right. Until one of the two pe- major players, I mean, Nintendo is a, a major player, don't get me wrong, but they're not like, you know what I mean? Uh, they're not, yeah. I, I mean, I do know what you mean. They're not like, they're not serious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I know that sounds terrible because I know there's Nintendo people out there like shaking their fists, but. Until one of the major players makes a console, Nintendo has a market and they appeal to it. Yeah. So that's that's what we're trying to say. Yeah, sure, that's what we're trying to say. I mean, they do. Wink. Anyways. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Nintendo people. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Until one of these two major players uh, makes a console that's modular that you can essentially, but at that point you're getting this something that's like a PC. Yeah, you're getting a PC. You know what I mean? I think that we're gonna see these every two to three year cycles, Um, because we all know that at the end of the day. Games are going to become more and more demanding on the hardware, and in turn, going to be having new consoles come out. So I don't know. Big gulp, huh? That's all I've got. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Maxwell, what? I guess this is a conversation you and I are going to have to talk about. Um, I went ahead and added some notes on there for you. So, uh, but I would like you to take this section because I would like to hear what you have to say first. You want me to read it? What you wrote? Yeah, yeah. Because we haven't got to hear your sweet, sweet words for a while. And look. There's no spell check stuff in there, so the words are spelled right, but they're probably the wrong words. <laughs> All right, let's see what we got. The Marvel film pulled in an estimated 121 million U.S. You didn't even talk about what we were talking oh, about. did I not? <laughs> no. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> okay. It pulled in an estimated 121 million in the U.S. and Canada on its first Sunday through backwards friday (laughs) through its first friday through sunday making it the number one movie of the weekend so far i guess you guys didn't catch what i just said but i I was uh i was reading emily's uh replies to the tweet about the GameStop. good job because that's in real time and this podcast is not (laughs) yes i don't think she was too happy with our video (laughs) um so yeah ragnarok becomes the fourth largest opening weekend of the year, trailing Beauty and the Beast, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and It. That's interesting. Oh, what's fun? That's actually yeah, really interesting. Out of, out of the top four, three of those are Disney movies. And that's all just in their first weekends? Uh, yes, the first um, the first Friday through Sunday weekend, yes. Which is pretty interesting. It is. Uh, Maxwell, I'm going to ask you, uh, Justin's no spoiler spoilers? Uh, go for it. Okay. What were your thoughts uh, on Thor? I think that it was so much like Guardians of the Galaxy. Colors and the universe that they were in. Part of the universe they were in. It was so much more like that than any Thor movie. It's definitely its own Thor experience in a way. Um, It was even more like Guardians of the Galaxy because it was so funny. Um, the devil, the devil's anus. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I the biggest disappointment is this entire movie is that to me they ruined the Hulk being in it just like they did Doomsday and Batman vs Superman because watching this movie and you can tell the way they wrote it they also wanted you to be surprised watching it that the Hulk was in yep. it. 
yep. but the trailers fucking ruined it. Um, I would have been much more excited and happy to see this movie and have that part happen just like it did for Thor himself where he's just like, oh man, I'm going to fight this big creature. And then he's like, holy shit, I know this guy. This is great. That would have been a much better reveal, but the trailer was like, "Yep, it's Hawk and Thor, Hawk and Thor." Even if they wanted to, even if they wanted to do that, what they should have done is they should have literally shot. You know how like some movies will shoot like a completely false scene that's never in the movie, right? Like they should have done something similar to that, and then had like another, like another, like opponent come out or something completely different, yeah. just to show that he's in like a gladiator type situation, but not give away that it's <coughs> actually Thor. Have somebody completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Hawk. But yeah, I think that even they did go beyond in the trailers to edit certain visual effects that happen to the characters. You know what I'm talking about? Not to spoil it for anybody. But the certain characters have appearance is altered for the trailer. So you can get those cool action scenes, but then in the movie you're like, oh shit. Yeah. What did did you think about... um the change in, I guess, I don't really want to say too much, but like the change in Thor's ability versus like what happens to him in the beginning of the movie. It's clear that they're trying to set everything up for Infinity War. Um, yeah. But I don't know that I... Did you not like feel it. like I don't, you were, I'm, Do you not feel like you were watching uh, Raiden from Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a super cool scene. I will say that, like the end of it. Yeah. Um, obviously, we know he loses his hammer in the trailer, but uh, it's kind of a bummer him not having that in a way. Because yeah. that's, like, that's his thing. It's like Iron Man having a suit, you know? Yeah, and evidently Tony, uh, Tony Stark makes a belt, which I think we saw in Spider-Man at some point um, when they were loading the content onto the ship when they were moving out of Stark Towers. Uh, Tony Stark makes a belt, some sort of belt for Thor, I guess, to help him either harness his power or amplify his power. Huh. Um, so I'm curious when we'll see that. Probably, I would assume, Infinity War at some point. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I wonder what the timeline is for this movie then. Yeah, well, I think it literally is going to take place right before Infinity War because the ship that shows up and that post credit scene is, uh, is Thanos' ship. Right, but I, but if Tony Stark and Spider Man is already making that belt, then he has well, to know t- something about Thor. So like this Thor movie has to have taken place before Spider Man, possibly. Do you want to take a Do you want to take a shot in the dark as to why you think they were found by Thanos? Did anything appear to you during that movie that you that you maybe have thought about? I actually didn't pick up on this until Terry. Oh, told me. I'm sure um, the Tesseract or whatever. I'm sure was his face took it. Oh yeah, you know he probably took it. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting because that's that's one of the actual Infinity or that goes in the Gauntlet, right? I think so. the yeah, yeah, that's one of the stones. And then and then the Mind Stone from Vision. Right. Uh, or, so I think those are the final two, maybe, because um, the Collector had one, and then the other two, I don't know. So. But yeah, overall, uh, did you have anything else you want to add before I give my two cents? No. Um, overall, I liked the movie. I thought the visuals are great. I love the '80s theme esque. Yeah. To your to, uh, the the soundtrack, the music was great. Sound effects, all that stuff. It definitely felt like it was that they were trying to feed off the kind of theme and success of the Guardians movies. I would say that I probably enjoyed Thor two more than I did Guardians two. Yeah. I would say. Um, my only thing that I really didn't care for, and and I'm I I, I know some people feel the same way. Some people maybe f- uh, feel different. Is I felt like there was, and Justin will probably hate me for saying this comment, but I felt like there was too much comedy in the movie. It was a lot. I literally felt like it was Thor and Hulk comedy hour. Yeah. Uh, the f- Devil's Anus, safe passage through Devil's Anus. Um. They made a. They literally made a uh, hand job reference to Thor's hammer. It pulls you off, is what they said. Yeah. Um, 
I just that was the director, by the way. He plays that character. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just felt like for a movie, like I get it. Like not every Marvel movie should have a super serious tone. If you think about the Avengers, like the first Avengers, even the second and Avengers, both of those had really serious tones. If you think about Civil War, it had a very serious tone. Like the Guardian movie and Ant-Man and some of Doctor Strange was kind of the more comedy relief. Yeah. But I just felt like this movie was trying way too hard with too much comedy for me because the overarching theme of the movie was very dark if you think about yeah. it like you have you have the goddess of death literally coming to destroy all of asgard yeah there were too many scenes like when she's telling everybody who she is and it's like yeah it is it's funny but it's also stupid that it happened in that scene the guy goes well whoever you are and then she's like didn't you just hear me say everything yeah. about who i was yeah um and I don't know. I just felt like it was it, it it had too much comedy, or maybe it wasn't necessarily too much comedy, but it had comedy in places that I didn't feel that it was appropriate, or that it was needed. I guess yeah. you would say maybe. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, I I thought I thought the use of Hulk was great for the most part. Like I thought he wasn't in the entire movie. I thought the parts that they had him though was really good. Uh, I did not like the scene at the final part where he is literally trying to take down the huge guy. Like I just thought that. I mean, that's probably classic Hulk. That's probably what he would do. But I didn't feel like it was needed. Um, but other than that, I really, I really liked the movie. I'm really anxious to see where it goes. I would say that I probably liked this Thor movie better than the previous two. Yeah. Um, just because the story and the action, I think. Um, but and I like the return of the. I can never remember the guy's name, but the guy with the golden eyes. I don't know what his name is. I can't remember. He's like the doorkeeper or whatever he is with the sword. Because I just like. Oh, Idris Alba. Yeah, I just love that character. Um, but other than that, it's good. I'm anxious to see, kind of like you said, where this is in the timeline and then what this movie kind of where it's setting up to go because the next Marvel movie is Infinity War, correct? Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther, which looks amazing, by the way. I don't know if you guys have seen the trailer. I think it's just going to be too much trailer. going on in that movie, but hopefully not. Yeah, the trailer does look like it's giving a little bit too much away. Uh, maybe too much action, too, so... All right, well, that's pretty much all that I had. Uh, anything else? Justin, you didn't want to add anything to that? Well, I believe that the movie, I think it just, no, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't see Mar- it. Oh, sorry. All right, so real quick, and you may not be able to add to this, but this won't last but a second. Maxwell, what's your favorite Marvel movie to date so far? If you had to just pick one. Uh, I, think, I think I used to say it was... Um... Civil War, maybe? Or did I say Captain America Winter Soldier? I don't remember. Mine's Winter Soldier. Through and through. Love that movie. Think it's great. Yours, I think, used to be Winter Soldier, but maybe switched to Civil War after it came out, maybe. Maybe. I'm thinking, maybe. But anyways, Terry said... I don't get to, I don't get to say. Well, you haven't seen them all. I've seen what I've seen, I can okay, tell Okay, what you've seen so far, which is your favorite. <clears throat> don't you dare say the first Captain America movie. I mean, that's probably my second favorite. Okay. But, uh, no, um... It, honestly, for me, it would go Spider-Man: Homecoming, Guardians Two, and then the first Avenger. I think for me, my second would be the first Iron Man, just because it kind of set everything. Spider- yeah. Spider-Man: Homecoming is really good. Yeah. Uh, but Terry said this is his favorite Marvel movie of all time. He didn't say five out of five or ten out of ten, <laughs> and he won't do it in a review either. No. So. I got word from Terry; he's not writing reviews for us anymore. What? Why not? Because he's tired of us giving so much crap for not writing reviews. Yeah, I guess. So now it's just going to be infinite. I think he said he went into retirement. No, I'm just kidding. Is he really not going to write reviews? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Anyways, guys, God. you know what that time is? It's time for pick, pick of, of the week. week. Beautiful. That was great, Maxwell. Yeah, it was, it was so beautiful. Like an angel. Yeah. Justin, I really like what you got down here. Go ahead and start. I like how every week you say that. Uh, every week I intentionally don't write it down <laughs> for that reason. Uh, Stranger Things 2. I love it. I just love it so much. Is that what you said on both your hands so they go now? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like two two things? No, we got it. You didn't have to elaborate, okay. but yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. And then also the show. <laughs> great. All right, yeah. Maxwell? Um, I'm going to go with Thor. For sure. Not I mean, it's definitely go- worth watching. Absolutely worth watching. It's a great Marvel movie. 
Okay. Are you only picking Thor because he picked Stranger Things too? No. Did I pick Stranger Things? <laughs> like... Yeah, I think you picked it last week. Yeah. Which is strange because you didn't finish it yet at the time. So you're telling me oh, that that's right. I didn't finish need it, to. it last week. I said it doesn't matter. It could be anything, but I did. But skip then you the said bad there's episode. an episode you hated. You even skipped. <laughs> yeah. So he still hasn't finished. So I don't know it. if oh, I dislike right. it because I didn't well, watch well, it. Well, no spoilers. But what episode did he hate? Was it seven? It was the one with the the sisters. Yeah. From another Mister. Yeah. Okay. Watch it though. Just watch it anyway. I mean, I'm gonna watch them all. I just. He didn't. He skipped it. All right. Well, I want to know, and this no spoilers. But was there any at any point during the season two that you just your mind got completely blown? No, I don't think it was blown. Like oh my god! But like something happened and you were like oh my gosh! No, okay. I don't well, think so. I don't know if I'll watch it now. Well, I mean, there's some. Well, I'll just watch now, it. <laughs> now you're just trying to make stuff up. All right, for me, uh, it's actually I, now that I've played more of it, Mario Odyssey. You of still, all the words you spelled correctly, you spelled Odyssey correctly. I can't even spell that word. Don't worry about it. All right. So you still haven't played that much, have you? No, I'm like halfway through it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I just think, uh, so even as a couch game that you're just sitting at home playing, it's a great game. Just one of the best games to play mobile. It really is. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it plays a lot like kind of what I remember Mario uh, 64, but also Mario Galaxy playing mm-hmm. like. Um, and your hat can do some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, the only thing I was kind of disappointed by is the two-player mode have you played it no it's it's not all that could be. one person just controls the hat right pretty much yeah like how does that work like i move and then the hat just kind of ventures off yeah oh really yeah that sounds kind of cool yeah you got to be within range it's kind of so what, what happens when the hat takes over somebody does that who controls the thing uh you just stand there while the other person controls it it's kind of dumb yeah it sounds dumb yeah anyways much like this episode it's dumb <laughs> i'm just kidding I, i've loved this episode guys all right, guys. Well, guess what? It is that time uh, for us to end the show. I know it's a sad, sad time for everyone. You're sad. Maxwell's sad. But I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, and we look forward to hearing from you guys, okay? As always, you can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Vidme. Or you can also reach out to us, reach out to us via email at podcast at nerdsofmikes.com. Don't forget, we do have a store. It's getting cold. So you're going to need a new hoodie, a new bogging for your noggin. You may even want a onesie for your baby. We got those on there, too. Have you actually checked out the onesies? I mean, not me personally, no. There's even adult onesies for you, Justin. Okay. With the feetsies, whatever the feetsies things are called. All right, guys. Well, good night, and we're going to see ourselves out. I'm out of here. Arm show. You always say arm show. I haven't said it in weeks.